This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Welcome back to Bravo Breaking News with Tim and Lisa. You guys, you know that it's our time. These are truly the best days of our lives. Vanderpump Rules is officially back. We are picking up the pieces post-Scandaval, and things are already starting to get wild. Yeah, so we have been waiting 238 days for this. Yes, Lisa, I counted, because we have been waiting since part three of last year's reunion for this moment, and things have changed a lot in the group since then. Ariana is thriving, James and Schwartzy are now BFF. And Lala is sending voice notes to Raquel? I mean, who would have thought, right? So we have so many thoughts. We've got theories. We've got hot takes. Before we dive in, make sure you are subscribed so you don't miss any Bravo breaking news. So we open up the episode at Tom and Ariana's house. And yes, everybody's thinking they're still living together. They're still living together. I want to get your thoughts on this because it's really, really crazy Katie comes over. I guess Tom is shooting special forces. They show this like funny clip of him. I, I just can't. And Ariana kind of explains the situation a little bit. So she says she wasn't prepared to be kicked out of her house. You know, they maintain this no contact policy where they communicate strictly through Tom's assistant, Anne, who, oof, I mean, what a job that must be. And it just seems like a crazy way to live for me. I don't know if you heard but I did hear, I think, from the Vile Files podcast that the Toms were on that Anne, the assistant, actually quit last week, which she lasted that long. But yeah, I want to get your thoughts on the whole living together house situation. Yeah, I mean, OK, so let's just orient ourselves timeline first. Like, we're three months post Ariana discovering Tom's affair with Raquel Rachel. And even now where it's almost one full year later in real time, they are still in the same house. Now, I know that, you know, Ariana has stayed in other places from time to time. I think while she was doing Dancing with the Stars, she was living in a different place. But like, for all intents and purposes, they are still living in the same house, which is just wild. And I think if it tells you one thing is don't buy a property together unless you are officially married, because... It is messy trying to figure out who gets the house, who, you know, who gets what. Tom wants to buy her out, apparently, but Ariana doesn't want to leave. She's like, why should I be the one that has to move? So it's just, I don't know. It's it's all crazy. We also learned that Tom and Raquel are still in touch at that point. You know, they're sending each other postcards and things in the mail. And so obviously that kind of fizzles out, but we got to like take ourselves back to, you know, June of 2023. Yeah, it's kind of crazy. And they also talked about on the podcast how, you know, Tom doesn't think it's fair that Ariana isn't letting him buy the house. I guess he offered her like over $3 million total when they bought the house for like about two. 
So technically she is, you know, gaining a profit, but I think it's just, you know, she doesn't want to budge. You know, she's like, I am, I want to hold strong in my decision. I don't want you to win. I don't want you to have this house. I don't want you to bring your pen pal, you know, Raquel over to this house. I think she just feels the ick and like wants it to go away and wants them both to move on separately. The fact that it's been going on for this long and it's so drawn out. I don't know if I were her, I'd kind of be like, okay, let's just like get done with it. But I don't know. Link, and if it's going to be, like, fine. At this point, like, girl, just for your own good, like, you've got to just get out. That can't be healthy. No, definitely not. And another thing, speaking of not being healthy, so it came out that Sandoval was so mad at Sheena that he blocked Summer Moon on Instagram and Everybody's freaking out about this. She is so upset, so offended. He blocked shenanigans. He blocked Sheena. He blocked Summer Moon, etc. But I just have one question. Does anybody know how blocking on Instagram works? I mean, I don't know if you yeah. saw my post on Instagram, but it's pretty clear what happened here. Yeah, let me just let me just stop you right there because, guys, Kim did the real work for us and got to the bottom of it real quick, I will say. But all right, Miss Detective Kim, tell us tell us what's going on here. I've done my fair share of blocking on Instagram, guys, because you can get really messy in the comments. So I, you know, I block a lot of people. However, when you go to block Sheena or anybody, it pops up saying that if you block this person, you will block any account they've previously created and any account that they will create in the future. And seeing as obviously Summer Moon doesn't run her own Instagram and Sheena created and ran her account, it was an automatic thing from Instagram. So I'm not backing up Tom by any means, but I think Instagram's kind of the one to blame here. Yes. Okay. So thank you for getting to the bottom of this all because it did seem extra petty for him to go and pull up Summer Moon's account and block her. Funny, but super petty. So this does make a ton of sense. Okay, thank you. Okay, so then we get to Lala and her mom. We learn that Lala's mom has moved in with her from Utah, and her brother is also living in the same complex. So Lala's surrounded by a lot of family right now, which is great because she is basically, you know, raising ocean on her own right now. Um, she's still in this messy custody battle with Randall, who I don't even think she wants to say his name on camera. I don't know if she wants to, but I noticed that she kept saying like that man and things like that. And we're really seeing a softer and more emotional side of Lala than I think we've ever seen before. Even in this scene right off the bat, you know, she's talking about how she never really processed what, you know, her heartbreak from breaking up with Randall because she was just so focused on Ocean. And so now she's kind of dealing with that and it's affecting her. And she's now like looking at all these other relationships thinking like, well, what's their motive? Do they have an ulterior motive? And, you know, her mom says, well, I think that's natural. Like now your blinders are off and you know that like people can't just be trusted for fa at face value all the time. Um, so... Yeah, I think this is the first of a couple of scenes that we get with Lala where she's like pretty vulnerable. And I, I mean, I liked seeing it. And so did I. But it was just like a complete 180 from the reunion. Yeah. I mean, she was going hard at the reunion. 
like in some cases harder than Ariana. Like she was really pissed off, really aggressive. And a lot of people called her out about it. Like, why are you so upset about this? You know what I mean? So it was kind of weird. But I think that she's kind of looked in the mirror. Obviously, we see, you know, later on in the episode, we'll get to that. But and maybe is making some changes. Maybe, I don't know, maybe it's because of the custody battle she's in. She wants to portray a different person on TV. You know, yeah, it could definitely have something to do with that, seeing as she's still fighting for for full custody of Ocean, which she totally deserves. But that's tough. Another Another cast member who's kind of done a 180 is James. You know, he's kind of mellowing out after the skin of all of it all. You know, he was very upset at the reunion, but I think a little time has passed. And he and Schwartz actually have a little date night. They get together, you know, and Schwartz basically vents because it's basically his only real friend in the group at this point. I think the ladies don't want anything to do with Schwartz, especially not Ariana. So... And obviously Sandoval's not even there. So it's James. James is kind of his shoulder to cry on. And he talks about how Schwartz and Sandy's was deeply, deeply affected by the scandal. He's pissed off at Sandoval because of it. You know, he basically says like, Tom, if you're not going to spend the rest of your life with Raquel, then like none of this was worth it. And we know now, obviously, they're not together. So yeah, I don't know. It was it was really tough to watch. You know, I think everybody wants to see Tom without Tom. Even James says, you know, you're your best Tom when you're not Tom Tom, when you're just Tom Schwartz. And I think that Tom Schwartz really needs to continue to distance himself from Sandoval. But it's tough when both of their names are on both of their businesses that they own. Right. Yeah, I think he definitely needs to kind of find his own identity and, you know, do some growing up on his part and James you know James seems to be doing that and I hope he continues on that path I loved him in the glasses he was giving me Jude Law in the talented Mr. Ripley where Jude Law looked super hot um so I was into it you know he James says he's not drinking he is smoking quite a bit of weed though which was a little concerning to me but you know, he says that this time his his decision to not drink was his own. It wasn't like an ultimatum that Allie gave him or that Raquel had given him. So, you know, hopefully it lasts and he stays on that path. We get a really cringy impersonation of Bill Clinton from Schwartz when he's talking about, you know, kissing Raquel. And I, I, I don't know, it wasn't his best work. But I did love, love when Schwartz gives us the moment of permission to bitch for just a second i mean that is like instant meme gonna use it all the time so i will take that but yeah and schwartz is also saying like i don't really know where i stand with ariana and he's about to find out pretty quickly yep yeah i love seeing these two together i hope we get more of it i think we will seeing as there's not even that many people on the cast so we have to get some of them together so then we pop over to ariana sheena and they're having a spa day And there are a couple things about this scene that stood out to me. Number one, Ariana and Dan. So her new man, Dan, is going to be all over this season, which is kind of surprising to me. You know, maybe not in person, but definitely through FaceTime. They are still going strong. She met him like just weeks after the news broke about Tom. And they started dating shortly thereafter, are still together today. And Sheena kind of thinks it's like a little bit of a red flag. She thinks that Ariana hasn't processed 
the scandal of it all quite yet, and it's a little soon to jump into a relationship. And I have to agree. I thought that when this was all going down, I definitely thought it was a rebound. I mean, good for her. You know, the best way to get over somebody is to get under somebody else. We've all heard it. But the fact that they're still together, I don't know, proves that maybe there's something real here. What are what are your thoughts? Yeah, I mean, some people are really just relationship people and they don't like to be single. You know, they go from relationship to relationship very quickly. And it seems like maybe Ariana is one of those people. I mean, she says she met Dan Dan 10 days after, you know, she learned that her partner of a decade, like, was having an affair and blew up their lives. 10 days. Like, I've waited longer for an online order than she took to move on to someone else. And I'm not saying that there's anything wrong with Dan or anything like that. It's just it does worry me a little bit that she isn't, like, processing fully what happened but to each her own I guess we kind of hear Sheena talking about how you know she's had a ton of anxiety especially since this whole scandal and she's diagnosed with OCD she's now taking Zoloft she's not drinking so you know I think that this affected a lot of people in different ways you know not just Tom and Ariana like let's not forget oh well we we got Lala saying I will never forget this Sheena but let's not forget that Raquel, you know, took Sheena to court. Like, that's a big deal to have to go through. And then we, you know, Sheena asks Ariana about Schwartz. And Ariana's basically like, I don't see a friendship there. Like, you know, we're done. And when she saw Schwartz tell the world that maybe Tom Sandoval should get a hug, even if he doesn't deserve it, she sent him a text that was pretty hilarious. It said, F you... I'm blocking your number. Go choke on Sandoval. It's dirty ass day. <laughs> I can't even read it with a straight face. And she's like, I don't think it was that bad. I mean, that's pretty bad. I loved this so much. I mean, it's just so I ca- She's just telling it like it is. You know, she is not holding back. She does not need to hold back. Whatever it, she's thinking in her mind about someone or something, she's going to tell them. And, and I love it. But one thing about Sheena. So a lot of people do not like the fact that she is making this whole scandal about her. And people feel like Lala has been doing the same. You know, I was so stressed about the scandal. I did this. I did that when it happened to Ariana. But I do think that Sheena was involved on another level with the restraining order, with the black eye of it all. And if you notice, she says that she started taking Zola for her OCD six months ago. So this was even before the scandal. So I just want to tell the internet to chill out and calm down, maybe take a Zoloft because I think Sheena was already dealing with these issues before. And anybody who went through what she did as a result of Scandaval would have, you know, felt the same way. I would have been I would have been freaking out. More detective work coming from you. That was a good catch. I did not catch that. Yeah. So I don't know. People just need to stop jumping to conclusions. Um, But we do get this fun scene at TomTom. James is going to DJ, but it kind of seems like nobody really wants to go there. Obviously, the Toms are not in anybody's good graces, but Lisa is probably like, you guys need to film here. I need this business to succeed. So James, you're going to DJ and everybody's going to show up. So they show up. We get this flashback that literally brings full body chills. It's Ariana and Katie walking into TomTom side by side 
to Ariana and Katie walking into Tom Tom for the first time for the opening when they were all still together, when they were two happy couples. And that like really, it broke my heart to see, honestly. I, I don't know how you felt, but it gave me chills. I mean, Ariana walking in, she's shaky. She gets emotional. You know, she's kind of giving Schwartz the cold shoulder. And honestly, I, I, I'm here for that. I think that she deserves to feel this way walking into Tom Tom, not only because it's her ex-boyfriend's bar, but because of what happened in there. You know what I mean? So I don't know. I'd be feeling the exact same way. Yeah, it's basically going back to the scene of the crime because that's where she found you know, Tom's phone and went through it and found the picture or the recording of Raquel. And yeah, I'm sure it's a lot to take in. And again, it's not that long after. Like this is not, you know, three years after the fact. This is three months after the fact. So it's still very fresh. Um, I think that, yeah, the montage of of them opening Tom Tom and it was such a different, they were at such different points in their lives. And then also the montage of Ariana and Tom together at Tom Tom. And, you know, they were in such a better place in their relationship. You know, he's seemed so supportive and sweet and they just seemed so like in sync. And it it was it was a tough, you know, it was a tough package to watch because it reminded us that we've been through so much with them. And you know, I never thought that we would end up here. I mean, maybe I'm naive, but like it just seemed like they were they were in it for the long run. They were endgame. Yeah. I mean, a stab to the heart, really a stab to the heart. That was tough. OK, so we get we get this moment with Lala pulling Lisa aside. And look, I know that reality TV is produced, but for me, this was like it was too much. It was too contrived. And you know, Lala basically sits down and says, look, I've been feeling a certain way. Um, I kind of relate to what Raquel's going through when I felt that she said, you know, when I saw that she said she doesn't have anyone except for Tom and then she went against Tom. Now she has no one. You know, Lala says that she really relates to that feeling of being isolated. And, you know, Lisa encourages her to, you know, follow those feelings and and show empathy. And look, I am glad that Lala is showing some empathy because I think, like you said, last year she went real hard, but it just kind of took a dramatic turn. And it was like, okay, this is very clearly orchestrated by production. How do you feel about this whole scene? This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it a real POS. You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com system. Okay, okay, yeah. I mean, Lala says that her intentions are to reach out to Raquel and kind of, you know, at least have a sit-down conversation with her. So we get this scene that will probably go down in Bravo history of Lala walking out to the back alley of Tom Tom and leaving Raquel a voice note. And she says, Hey Raquel, I'm sure I'm the last person you expected to hear from. I don't know if you're back in LA or not, but I'd like to have a conversation with you at some point if you're open to that. 
All right. Hope to talk to you soon. And this, again, complete 180. Where did this come from? You you need to tell me that out of everything that Raquel said, she said one sentence of, I would feel like I didn't have anybody without Tom. And you were like, oh, switch flipped. I feel bad for her now. I want to sit down with her. No, I'm not buying it. I'm not buying it. I think we all know that, you know, at the beginning of this season, there was talks of Raquel coming back. I think there were still contract negotiations going on. So I agree with you. I think production encouraged Lala, who I guess was maybe the one. I don't I don't know who else would have. Right. I, Ari, Ariana's not going to do it. Sheena's not going to do it. Ariana's not going to do it. Katie doesn't give a fuck. She's not going to do anything that anyone tells her to do, period. So I think Lala you know, sees this as an opportunity to maybe become more of an integral part of the storyline this season. So she takes it. I guess I can't blame her, but it was wild. It was absolutely wild. And now we said it. Okay. And I think the wildest part was that Raquel has the read receipts on. I read. Does that even? What serial killer has read receipts on besides my husband? I I don't know. It's kind of crazy. Actually, I like those, so don't turn them off. Your husband, who will be editing this this recording. Yeah, but it was crazy. And I want to know if there's any other sleuth detectives on YouTube right now. What the hell was the last thing that Lala texted to Raquel? It's this like black box that looks like with white text. I don't know if it's a meme. I don't know if it's a cease and desist. I don't know if it's a picture of her send send it to Daryl merch. I don't know what it is, but I want to know what it is. So you guys look and let me know. Yes. Go do your thing. Come back to us, please. All right. So we get to girls night. The girls decide to go out, you know, as a as a foursome. And Lala basically comes to Ariana and says, look, I don't know if you ever actually like me or if you just tolerate me. And I think Ariana kind of is a little taken aback by this. You know, she's kind of where is this coming from? Of course I like you. And I don't, I mean, is Lala just like, I, I feel like she might be feeling a little bit depressed and is kind of doubting herself, maybe doubting these relationships that she has, but she's not her usual confident, you know, self. And it's just so different. It's I'm not saying it's bad, but it's just different. It's a different look on her. Um, and I, I think it looks good on her. It's a nice change. But then she says, Okay, well, on that note, I do want to tell you something. I sent Raquel a message. I reached out to her and I sent her a message. And we get Katie and Sheena. And Katie is mid-bite with a nacho or or a quesadilla or something. And just wide-eyed like, what? And in that moment, we are all Katie. You know, this was not something that I'm sure Ariana was expecting to hear. And Ariana also brings up like, this is coming from the person who a couple of seasons ago said, if anyone communicates with Randall at all, like you are dead to me. You know, Schwartz went to play pickleball with him, cut off immediately, jail, you know, no excuses. And so it is a bit hypocritical that Lala is the one reaching out to Rachel. But, you know, I guess growth. If you want to call it that, sure, I guess. I don't know. Again, I think it was... I think it's kind of all part of her master plan. I don't know. I think Lala maybe wants to step a little bit more into the spotlight, maybe get a little bit of that Ariana effect going. 
Um, but we'll see. I don't know. I mean, Ariana actually seems to take this pretty well, which is kind of surprising. But I definitely don't think that this is the last of this. I I I guess there's going to be some sort of feud between them. You know, we get the whole scene of Lala saying, you know, I've never met anybody who gets cheated on and becomes God. Um, but Lala says, no, 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 that was taken out of context. So we'll see. I think there is a little bit of a tiff between them this season. But one of my favorite scenes of the episode was Sandoval returning to the house, returning to the dark, empty, lonely house. And I just have to say, I think that that's a metaphor for his relationship with the cast at this point. He has no one. He's returning to nothing. There's nobody on his side anymore. And I just thought that that was chef's kiss. Perfect way to end the episode. And an episode without Sandoval, I mean, more, more please, more of that. I mean, it was kind of wild that the whole episode was about Sandoval and we didn't see him at all until the last, you know, 15 seconds. So it did feel like, where is everyone? Like, it felt like we were missing people. And then when he came on, it was like, yeah, that's that's probably who we're missing, as well as obviously Raquel Rachel. But and guys, I'm sorry, I don't know what to call her. I think it's Rachel now, right? But I'm tr- I'm not doing it on purpose to be shady. I just am so used to calling her Raquel. So my apologies. But anyway, yeah, Tom. Tom doesn't really have anyone in his corner at the moment. So you know, he's he's in a dark corner by himself. I thought this was a great way to start the season, you know, to see, you know, how everybody's doing, how the relationships are forming without Sandoval. Next week, Sandoval is back. So that should be very, very interesting. I think we're going to get some fun scenes between Ariana and Anne, Tom's assistant. So we will be here to cover it all, guys. Get ready because we're in for a wild ride this season. Make sure you subscribe so you don't miss any more Bravo Breaking News. And make sure you check out our Etsy store for such cute merch like this cropped Vanderpump University sweatshirt that I love so much. Anyway, we'll see you guys next time. Bye.